Welcome to The Definitive Rap, where we report the truth about American exceptionalism. We love our flag, we love our country, and we believe in America. The Definitive Rap, where we respect people of faith, the men and women in blue, and our support for Israel. And now, your hosts, Bela Sebrow and Cindy Gross. Together, they are The Definitive Rap. I'm Bela Seabrow with my co-host, Cindy Gross, and welcome to The Definitive Wrap. We thank the News for hosting our show. Very few, if any, would believe that less than 80 years since the end of the Holocaust, a U.S. company would become the number one distributor of evil propaganda throughout the world. That was Amazon's hate for profit. But World Jewry is very lucky that there is a hero who made sure that Amazon removed 26 Nazi films from their website pages for 23 DVDs ceased to exist too. And three on Prime are now listed as unavailable. But the most horrific Nazi films, such as The Eternal Jew, Yutzus, and The Rothschild Shears in the Waterloo, are all gone. From their platform. Who gets the credit for that? Our guest. With us today is a man, a hero, whom I've personally admired since I was a child, and I have attended rallies to hear him speak, and that is Dove Heikend. Dove is an Orthodox Jew, American politician, activist, and radio talk show host. Dove is a former Democratic New York State Assemblyman representing Brooklyn's Assembly District 48, having held this position for 35 years from January 1983 until December 2018. He is the founder of Americans Against Antisemitism. Americans Against Antisemitism is a grassroots coalition and mobilizes supporters to take social action against antisemites. Dove it gives me tremendous honor to welcome you back to our show. It's my pleasure to be with you and Cindy uh, and to have the opportunity to speak uh, to your audience. Uh, you just mentioned uh, uh, Amazon. Yeah, uh, I have actually tremendous respect and admiration for what you are doing and for what you stand for. You inspired well, everyone, so many people throughout your career. Thank you. And you're continuing you. to do so every single day. Let me just tell you about Amazon, because that is, I think, maybe the proudest thing that we've done in AAA. It, you know, you can work very hard and not always see the accomplishment, but you got to you got to work. You got to do no excuse for people not being involved. But when I was uh, informed by one of our leaders in our organization that Amazon had 30 Nazi propaganda films, I'm talking about Triumph of the Will, which was commissioned by Goebbels. And Adolf Hitler was the co-producer of this uh, extravaganza uh, back in 1934, I believe it was. I mean, I went and watched the film. I paid to watch this film. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe what I was saying, the glorification of the Nazis, of the SS, of Adolf Hitler. And Amazon, it's okay to have this on your platform? charging people, paying for it, they're making money off Nazi propaganda. Anyway, and by the way, Voodoo and others had it as well. So I can just say to you 
that with the help of everybody, so many people were involved. Uh, we brought it to the public's attention, but they have now completely removed 26 of the 30 titles, the most egregious ones. Voodoo informed us on Friday. They were they had triumph of the will uh, that they were, uh, you know, uh, showing. They have removed it as well. We still have to finish some work with Apple. But uh, it is really incredible. It goes to show. I mean, I don't understand really how this was permitted and how this went on for so long. I didn't know about it. I didn't know. Once we knew, we went into action. So, Dove, my first question is, why would Amazon, an American multinational company and one of the big five companies, allow such hateful propaganda that has the potential to cause tremendous harm in the first place? Why would it even be allowed if this was not about anti-Jewish propaganda? Would such hateful literature exist on their platform? That if it ever happened... Right. terrifies me that it happened just terrifies me as a child of holocaust survivors and it should terrify everyone because they still left one highly problematic film not as bad as the others but that has to go too that that should also be removed Dove, please share with our audience how this came to be on amazon and what you and your esteemed organization have done to rectify this matter and how you succeeded. That's what okay. we really want to know. Okay, so I don't know how it happened. I mean, it's there's no explanation how, how they permitted this. Uh, Amazon is so big, so gigantic all over the world. By the way, I just want to explain to the audience that these films did not have any kind of introduction. They didn't have anything like a warning. Be aware of what you're about to watch, which films very often have. There was nothing. By the way, neo-Nazis in this country... These were the films they were recommending to their followers that they should watch these films. So how it could happen, I don't have the answer how this was even possible in the first place. You know, with the ADL and everyone else, how did it happen? I don't know how it happened. But the point is, once we found out, and we did a lot of homework, you know, it took a long, it took a lot to put it all together, go through the films and check everything out. But once we did that, we went public and received attention in some of the media, and it began to spread. And I know that Amazon received thousands of phone calls from people demanding that they remove it. So and thank God, it only took a couple of days for them to remove it. I mean, what a beautiful sight to go to Amazon and you can buy Triumph of the Will. You can buy these Nazi films. You can buy, you can see. And as I said, Voodoo followed shortly thereafter. Uh, literally, as soon as we asked them, they removed it. So it just goes to show you, things can be done. Things can be accomplished. Everything matters. Everything is important. So, like I said, you know, this is such a tangible accomplishment. And I'm so proud of the people in our organization. Israel Batone, one of our leaders, uh, he was the one who actually founded. I mean, we have some amazing people uh, who do great work. So, you know, I'm just one of the people. Uh, but uh, we depend on everyone else's support. There are a lot of amazing things that uh, you'll be finding out about soon that we are doing that no one else is doing, thank God. We're it's doing unbelievable. It. It's unbelievable that you just asked and they did it. It just goes to show the power that you and your organization have. The people, the people. You're very humble. So, Dove. Really. Oh. <laughs> 
So though, yes. the number one question I've asked, because people know that we are friends, you are, was very involved and active in a local campaign in New York for city council. One of your staff members, Ina Vernikov, uh, who works with Americans Against Anti-Semitism, was just elected. And everybody wants to know, when are you going to become a Republican? Well, I think, uh, look, uh, I think my effectiveness is being exactly what I am. Uh, you know, it's not about being a Republican or being a Democrat. You and I have talked about this. Uh, there have been times in the past when there were Republicans that I thought were very uh, harmful to us. Uh, uh, so it's not about, you know, when I get on television, when I get on uh, on the media, like all day yesterday, uh, I'm speaking as a Democrat. It happens to be more effective. And I my message within the Democratic Party uh, is that the Democratic Party has gone haywire. They've gone off the cliff. They're committing suicide. And I think uh, it's much more effective doing it from where I am sitting, when I support people. I, th- that's been the story of my life. I mean, I, 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 am, I love this country. This is the greatest country on the face of the earth. And I am a very proud Jew. And everybody knows that. I don't hide that. I'm open about that. Uh, but it's not about a Republican. It's not about being a Democrat. It's about loving this country and loving the Jewish people. So, you know, I have supported many Republicans in my life, not for political reasons, always related to something that is important to me, like Israel, like anti-Semitism, are other issues that are important to our community. So, uh, you know, that's a question I'm asked very, very often. Maybe the time will come. And Ina Vernikov is another great example. I mean, Ina, who, by the way, is a superstar. She is active. I promised people that she was going to follow in my footsteps, not being afraid, standing up, doing things, uh, rocking the boat, as they say. It's exactly what she is doing. I mean, she is uh, a powerhouse. And uh, and again, when I supported her, you know, and it was reported by the New York Post and others, again, I was urging Democrats. Republicans were obvious, but I was urging Democrats. It's okay to support someone like Ina Vernikov and other people that I've supported. So I appreciate the question. And uh, I well, that's a question say- that's asked most. Honestly, when I tell people I'm interviewing you, no, they, I understand. You have I'm, to- listen, I'm asked the same question uh, uh, on television, and uh, but again, as you know, uh, it, coming from where I'm coming and who I am, uh, it is much more effective. There's no question about it because you know my position is I'm a Democrat, you know, and and what's going on with my party? What is going on with the Democratic Party? And by the way, you should be very happy uh, as a real you know, Republican, proud Republican, that the latest polling uh, out in the last 24 hours shows that more people in America identify with the Republican Party than the Democratic Party, which is great. I'm happy with that. So you said you were on TV all day yesterday, and I know you were on uh, because of what the FBI said. And I happens to be I have an exclusive on my own radio show with Grant Stitchfield, who's calling for the disbandment of the FBI because of that initial remark that the FBI has become a tool for the radical left. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I would not call on the FBI to be disbanded in any way. You know, look, we grew up, you and I and all of us, you know, 
Federal Bureau of Investigation, we were proud. We used to watch that movie, you know, weekly FBI with Everett and Zimbalist Jr. So the average FBI agent wants to do the job. They put their life on the line. But something horrible happened here. Do you know, while the FBI was telling the world, the entire world, that this was not about a synagogue, the guy just happened to be on the block of the synagogue, right? He just happened to be walking around. He said, let me go into that synagogue. It was so preposterous. It was so ridiculous. It was not an anti-Semitic act. At the very same moment, the foreign minister of England, literally the same moment I was looking at the story, said it was an anti-Semitic incident. So, you know, we are calling on an investigation, on transparency. I think the American people have a right to know what happened. When the FBI went public and said that it was not anti-Semitic, that it was not directed against Jews, what made them come to that conclusion? They've changed it now, but we need to know that. We need our Congress members, others need to demand who told this, this FBI agent did he come up on his own with this conclusion? Was he told by the Justice Department? Was he told by someone in, you know, people in uh, the Democratic Party who want to minimize uh, Islamic terror, right? I mean, that's what they're interested in. Right. I mean, you know, uh, you know, something terrible happened here. And people always wanted transparency when it came to Donald Trump. We need transparency. We need to know. We need to know. Well, we need to know now. We need Absolutely. to know what happened. Seems like a double standard. I actually watched your interview on Fox News after that hostage, hostage situation at Congregation Beth Israel in Colleyville, Texas. Um, so, yes. So first, the FBI said it was not an anti-Semitic act and, and that it was not singularly focused um, and it is not related to the Jewish community. When the attackers said he was seeking the release of a woman from prison known as Lady Al-Qaeda, who was sentenced to 86 years in federal prison for attempting to kill U.S. groups in Afghanistan. Then the FBI retracted their statement. Why would they think it's not? Like, let's just go back to that. Why would they think it's not related to anti-Semitism when a Muslim extremist held four people hostage in a synagogue? It's mind-boggling. What was the FBI thinking? Uh, that's a good question. But Lady, Lady Al-Qaeda... There's a lot more that most of the media is not reporting. She was a vicious, malicious anti-Semite. I mean, there are so many stories. She wanted DNA tests on the jury to make sure there was no Jewish blood. I'm, I'm not kidding. This is real. I mean, most of the media is not reporting this. And this guy, this terrorist, he called her his sister, right? People were confused, yeah. uh, but he called her his sister. And why did he go to the synagogue? Because part of his training in Jew hatred, you know, Jews have power, Jews yeah. have control. If we go after a synagogue, you know, we'll be able to free this woman. He thought he could free her. So your question is 100% legitimate. And that's why we need answers, because this undermined the war against anti-Semitism. The incidence of anti-Semitism not from Dove Hyken, but from the FBI, from the police departments of this country, is higher than it has ever been. The last couple of years have been a disaster. Jews take off their yarmulkes. Yeah. You know, I had someone at my Shabbos table two weeks ago uh, with his fiance, young guy. You know what he said to everyone at the table? He said, when I go to Manhattan, 
I take off my yarmulke. I said, uh-huh. what? You take off your yarmulke? Why? Why did you have a yarmulke? There have been I don't want to be, too many anti-Semitic attacks. Yeah. And this is happening everywhere. Yeah. People hide their yeah. Star of David. We're living in America, for God's sake. Our shoes have become... Uh, I remember when I was in Paris and other parts of Europe years ago, and you couldn't even tell when you went to a shoe. You didn't even know it was a shoe until you came into the building. There right. was nothing to signify. There was no Star of David. There were no Hebrew words. There were... Uh, police officers with submachine guns outside in Belgium, in France, in England, and so on and so forth. Now, our synagogues are being turned into, you know, yes, we need more money for security. We need to be trained, etc. But what a sad commentary that our great country, that was Europe. Now this is America. I mean, we've had attacks. Why there? But why did it happen? Well, look, that, you know, it, it, I, I always wonder why it happened specifically in an area that most people didn't even hear about. I mean, most people outside. Uh, yeah, Texas. Well, uh, well, according to the FBI, it was just by chance. Right. I mean, it was the closest synagogue to the airport. But I have two questions. First of all, from your remarks, though, first of all, uh, it is this is going to be this uh, aired uh, right on the eve of International Holocaust Remembrance Day. And I think that has a lot to do with it. We have an attorney general by the name of Merrick Garland, who is Jewish and is responsible for all this uh, lawlessness that's going on with the FBI or this bias. What are your thoughts on all of that? Well, I think the FBI, it seems clear, has become politicized uh, over the past couple of years. Uh, You know, the FBI should stay out of politics, whether it's Democratic politics, Republican politics, Something is not right. And when it comes to anti-Semitism, as you know, uh, uh, Cindy Bela, there's a double standard. You know, uh, hatred against uh, minorities, people in the gay community, people in the black community uh, is treated one way. Look, we just had a couple of weeks ago uh, where two young men uh, uh, were on their way to shop in Bay Ridge. One of them was wearing an IDF uh, uh, shirt. Yes. And this guy came over to him and said, uh, basically warned him, you better take it off or I will. And guess what? He beat up the guy. I saw him a week later, two weeks later. He still had blood in his eye. Okay. I was in court to watch him get out basically on $1,000 bail. Now, just think of this. Let's change the facts in that case. Someone was wearing a a T-shirt that said Free Palestine. Or someone was wearing a shirt that said uh, Black Lives Matter. And somebody else didn't think they they weren't cool with those shirts. And they went over to someone who was happened to be black wearing those shirts and attacked them. Could you imagine what would be going on in this country? Oh, my God. Could you imagine the rallies, the demonstrations? Oh, yeah. There would be no rest. Okay, But, hey, Jews, you know, we're privileged, you know. Beat up a Jew, $1,000 bail. Listen, I was sitting in court that night with uh, Shani, my wife, and the young men, and with Eva Vernikoff. It was a freezing night. Even the grandmother of one of these kids came to court on that freezing night. And I was sitting in court for an hour before this case came in front of the judge. Every single person who came in front of the judge, people who had been arrested 10 times, 15 times, by the way, and now they were in court again. By the way, they were all innocent. They didn't do it. 
every single one of them walked out with no bail. I mean, it's what's going on is going to destroy our country, going to destroy our city. You have a DA in Manhattan that is nuts, nuts, totally nuts. You know, uh, he's you can commit felonies in Manhattan, felonies, as long as you don't kill anyone or beat the hell out of them. You're going to walk into the street. You won't even be prosecuted, for God's sake. How's that possible? What kind of message does that send to the criminal element out there? If you're going to commit a crime, don't do it in Brooklyn. Do it in Manhattan. Right. And what do you think about the uh, new mayor's job so far? Well, I think it's very early. I think, uh, you know, this morning on uh, Sid Rosenberg, Sid and Bernie, uh, I was asked about him and uh, you know, he made a remark about crime on the subway. And he said, uh, it's just an illusion. People, it's not really so bad. I think he made a terrible mistake saying that. Terrible mistake saying that. Instead of talking about making it better, don't tell me how I should feel about crime on the subway. People are afraid. A woman was just free. I mean, murdered. For what yeah. reason? Pushed onto the tracks. The guy who got arrested, by the way, you saw him on television. Do you know how many times this guy's been arrested prior? Do you have to kill somebody? Do you have to murder somebody before we put you away for a while? Things are out of control. So I look, I want to give Eric, he said a lot of the right things when he ran. We want to give him a chance and see. But his comments about crime on the subway not being so bad, it's just perception. No, it's not. You know, perception is reality. If you think you have a problem, you have a problem. If you are afraid to go on the subway because of the crimes that are being committed, don't tell me it's not a problem. You know, when the mayor goes on the subway, how many people are with him, by the way? And what do you think about the governor's job? I mean, how she's been handling the anti-Semitic acts and everything well, else. Well, listen, uh, the present governor, uh, you know, uh, has been there just a short while. I've really nothing to say about her. I'm still waiting for her to take a position on the Ben and Jerry's, uh, the boycott of Israel. And uh, uh, hopefully she'll do the right thing on that. We'll see very, very, very soon. But look, I, uh, I like personally, I like Lee Zeldin, uh, who I actually spent a couple of hours. Uh, he was over at my home in Woodmere and he's a really solid, solid guy. And by the way, I want to give credit to uh, Lee Zeldin, Congressman Zeldin, and Melitakis. They were two members of Congress who, by the way, were immediately, when they became aware of the Amazon issue, immediately issued statements that were very, very strong. So uh, look, as far as the Democrats, uh, I, I'm sure everybody heard the news that uh, Bill de Blasio is not running for governor. Yes, yes I just heard this uh, I mean, morning. Yes. I mean, well, you know, how preposterous was the idea of him running? I mean, how, how, how funny. I mean, I think it was a joke, probably. But he is not running, uh, which, by the way, gives someone like Jumani Williams, who would be a dis total disaster, uh, a, a, a much better chance of, uh, uh, of doing well in the Democratic primary. Look, it's early. Right. We shall see. Very early in the process. But uh, I, I like Lee Zeldin. And you did bring up Donald Trump. So what do you think about him running again? Uh, we shall see. <laughs> I, I just wish uh, that uh, Donald Trump, who did an amazing job in so many different areas, especially when it comes to uh, what we care so much about 
the well-being of the people of Israel. Uh, I have said it again and again. There has never been a president uh, since 1948. Never. Not even close. There's nobody in second place uh, that has been a greater friend than Donald Trump and his administration. Period. End of the story. I just wish if Donald Trump could just uh, you know, not attack Republicans as often as he does, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I, I just, I want the Republicans to win back the House and the Senate. And the Republican Party needs to be united to do that. If they're united, they're going to destroy the Democratic Party, period. And what do you think yep. about your former uh, area being redistricted? Because there's a lot of talk that it's going to affect the Jewish vote because they saw how strong the Russian Jewish community came out for the Republicans. Uh, look, I, I'm not really following that. There are no final lines. Uh, I, I know Ina, uh, you know, in particular, uh, I care about other people as well. But Ina, uh, you know, wherever she is, she's going to win. She is absolutely amazing. Look, she just won this election. First time a Republican won in this district. You know, people say, oh, they voted for Donald Trump. But, you know, no other Republican has ever won this district. So uh, she is loved by Republicans, by Democrats, and she is doing an amazing job as she's only been there a couple of weeks. She's a fighter. She has a great office with great staff. So, you know, we'll see whatever it is it's going to be. Uh, she also has some great friends. Uh, 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 I just had over at the house, Ina Vernikoff, on, on the Sabbath last week. Uh, and Friday night, uh, uh, I don't, I don't want to mention names, but a member of the city council, a uh, very powerful Democrat, was over at the house as well for a couple of hours with Ina. Uh, and, and a lot of Democrats really respect Ina. They don't agree with her necessarily. But that's okay. Respect is a very, very important thing. Okay. And she has so, a great mentor and my best friend, Joanne Ariola. The, the uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, we're running out of time. And so um, we want You're our kidding. audience to know a little bit of, about your organization, um, a- Americans uh, Against Anti-Semitism. What does the organization do on a typical day? When was it founded? And also, how can people get involved and help you in this wonderful endeavor? Well, well, most important, let me just mention, uh, if you care, you've watched what we're doing. We've, we're outspoken. We're not afraid. We stand up. Uh, we do things. We really do things. Uh, uh, so it's americansaa.org slash donate. We could use your support. We have people working on staff. We, we've been around for, when I left the assembly, I did not think I would be creating an anti, an organization against anti-Semitism. And what, I had made, other you, plans. what made you do this? I, well, because literally, if you go back three years ago, there was an outbreak of anti-Semitism like we've never seen before, and it hasn't abated. And, and by the way, people are concerned. And they should be concerned because the facts speak louder than anything. Attacks upon Jews, Jew hatred is alive. And and it is not an answer. What can I do? How can I really make a difference? That is not an answer. You know, God is there. You got to do your part. So support what we're doing. Uh, And when we call upon you, you know, we... uh, some of the things that are actually happening. There is a a curriculum on anti-Semitism that we have developed that will be out in about a month or two that is like nothing that exists in this country at the present time. That's a pretty serious thing for me to say. 
uh, we've uh, many, many people have contributed very large amounts of money for this project. We want to get it in the hands of students, of families. People don't know basic history. They don't know how to defend the position on Israel and so on and so forth. So this is a huge project. One of the other things we're doing that no one is doing, and if people want to volunteer to help this, go on that website and say you want to volunteer. We are doing, uh, we are tracking, you know, the ADL tracks the incidence of anti-Semitism. We have created a dashboard. What happens to the anti-Semites from 2018? The people who were arrested for anti-Semitic acts. What happened to them? That's a great no, idea. No, nobody knows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nobody has any idea. We will be releasing that to the public. Did any of them go to jail? Did any of them get a slap on the wrist? Were any of them brought to the Holocaust Museum in Manhattan or to meet a Holocaust survivor? Did anything happen to those who committed acts of hate? We are doing that and we will be, it's pretty hard to believe that no one is doing this. Thank God, great group of people in our organization who are working on this and we need people out there uh, who want to volunteer to help us, but americansaa.org slash donate. And do you also think that uh, sensitizing youth, would that, would that improve the situation at least for them to see what they're doing, what they could potentially be doing by, by going against Jews and, and committing Jew, violent acts. Jews, first of all, Jews need to, before we talk about anyone else, Jews need to be proud. Oh, I'm a proud Jew. Jews need to be strong, not afraid. And you need to prepare yourself. You need to be educated. When you get on a college campus, and, and believe me, there are huge problems on college campuses, and you are attacked and things are said, and you don't know how to answer. You're not equipped. You know, our kids are brilliant. They become doctors, lawyers, you name it. But they're not equipped. They don't study their history. They need to do that. That is absolutely critical. And by the way, the book that we are producing, I guarantee, by the way, let me tell you something else. It is a visual curriculum. You will be able to use your phone with an app and download the actual videos of the stories you're reading in the book. Fascinating. Fascinating. Wow. Okay. So this is going to, this is huge. Uh, Look, we just got to do, if you're doing something else, if you want to daven and pray every day, that helps also. Uh, If you want to join another group, uh, uh, join the other group and let me know which one it is so I can join them as well. Okay. So, but for the time being, we are out there. Yes. We've been there through the last three years not afraid to stand up, not afraid to challenge anyone proud of what we are doing. I don't care if it's a Republican, Democrat. We've taken Democrats to task who say things that they shouldn't say as we do. It's thank God it's not too often. It's rather rare. But uh, we don't care who it is. If you are indulging in something, if you're using the Holocaust in the wrong way, as Democrats do, sometimes Republicans, we will take you to task. Uh, uh, you know, we're straight. Uh, we don't belong to anyone. Right. We're proud. We're right. independent. Thank you very much. We are now out of time, Dove. Uh, thank wow. you for all you are doing in fearlessly calling out and combating anti-Semitism. Thank you to our audience for tuning in and to Vin News for hosting our show. Cindy, thank you. Bela, thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The Definitive Wrap with your hosts, Bela Zebra and Cindy Gross. 
Be sure to tell your family and friends they also can catch the definitive rap on Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, and your favorite streaming service. See you next time on The Definitive Rap.